Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Journey to Purpose podcast, your source for Christ-centered girl talk and inspiration. I am your host, Ilana Major, and I hope that you are as excited and inspired by this message as I am. Let's get into it. Hello, hello, hello. Great morning, great afternoon, great evening to you. Whatever time it is that you are tuning into this podcast, I hope that you are making it a great one. And before I even get into my message for today and thank everyone and all of those great things, I want to give this small message because the Lord has placed this on my heart. I don't know how your day started. I don't know how your day has been going. I don't know how it's going to end, but God is great and greatly to be praised. And so on today, I want to encourage you to keep looking for the goodness of God. If you keep looking for the goodness of God, you will find the goodness of God. Keep looking for the grace of God. If you keep looking for the grace of God, you will find the grace of God. Keep looking for the mercy of God. If you look for the mercy of God, you will find the mercy of God. And so with that being said, I want to say this. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. No matter how the enemy tries to attack us, we will rejoice and be glad in it. No matter how the enemy tempts us, we will rejoice and be glad in it. No matter how many people are on demonic assignment to try to get us off our path and to get us to sin against the Lord, we will rejoice and be glad in it. And so we are going to give God the glory on today and we are going to operate today knowing that we serve an amazing God, knowing that God has our back, knowing that he's with us, he is for us, and he has a plan for our life, and that there are so many things to be grateful for. All right, so now that I have (laughs) um, given the pep talk that the Holy Spirit led me to give you guys, I'm going to dive right into our message Um, If you're tuning in for the first time, thank you so much for tuning in. If you are coming back, thank you so much for coming back. You guys, you have no idea how much your support and your love and your encouragement means to me. And so thank you to all of you guys who are returning. Um, If this If this podcast blesses you in some way, if you learn something listening to this podcast, I pray that you would share it with someone. I pray that you would leave me a review. Um, You can go on Facebook and leave me a review. You can leave it on Apple Podcasts, but leave me a review somewhere. Okay, so as you guys know, we have been in the vein of forgiveness. We have been talking about forgiveness for a couple of weeks, and we have still a couple of weeks left. But today I wanted to take a pause from some of the um, specific things in forgiveness that we've been discussing. And I kind of want to get back to the basics. Now, you guys know I say this all the time. This is going to be a shorter episode. (laughs) I'm holding myself to it, but this is going to be a shorter episode. But I definitely want to um, give you guys some basics on forgiveness. And so if I could title this episode, I would title it why we should forgive. All right. So to start this episode out, I want to read a particular, um, text in scripture. 
If you have your Bibles, you're going to turn with me or would you please turn with me to the book of Matthew? We are going to be reading um, the book of Matthew chapter 18. We're going to begin at verse 21 and we're going to end at verse 35. And here is what it says. Then Peter came to him and asked, Lord, how often should I forgive someone who sins against me? Seven times? No, not seven times, Jesus replied, but 70 times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven can be compared to a king who decided to bring his accounts up to date with servants who had borrowed money from him. In the process, one of his debtors was brought in who owed him millions of dollars. He couldn't pay. So his master ordered that he be sold along with his wife, his children and everything he owned to pay the debt. But the man fell down before his master and begged him, please be patient with me and I will pay it all. Then his master was filled with pity on him. And he released him and forgave his debt. But when the man left the king, he went to a fellow servant who owed him a few thousand dollars. He grabbed him by the throat and demanded instant payment. His fellow servant fell down before him and begged him for a little more time. Be patient with me and I will repay, he pleaded. But his creditor wouldn't wait. He had the man arrested and put into prison until the debt could be paid in full. When some of the other servants saw this, they were very upset. They went to the king and told him everything that happened. The king called in the man he had forgiven and said, you evil servant, I forgave you that tremendous debt because you pleaded with me. Shouldn't you have mercy on your fellow servant just as I had mercy on you? Then the angry king sent the man to prison to be tortured until he had paid his entire debt. That's what my heavenly father will do to you if you refuse to forgive your brothers and sisters from your heart. Listen, that right there is heavy, you guys. (laughs) And I know that we have gotten to a place where we enjoy hearing about the goodness of God. We enjoy hearing about all of those things that God can do for us and all of those um, amazing blessings that God can give us. And we, we love to hear about that Jesus. We love to hear about that God. But oftentimes when we begin to talk about the God who is just the God who who deals with us even in our sin and in the midst of our wickedness and our unrighteousness. When we begin to talk about the God who chastises us, <laughs> oftentimes people are quick and ready to switch the channel. And so as we read this scripture, we see how God it will deal with those of us who he has shown mercy to, who refused to show mercy to other people. As I looked at this scripture, there are so many things at play right here. So many, the Bible is rich, you guys. Any text that I read, they're going to be a slew of different things that I see in it. And so for the sake of time, I always have to pull out those things that um, for the moment, the Holy Spirit is leading me to give you that he deems to be the largest or greatest priority. And so... When I'm looking at this, I want to 
show you guys three things that I really see in here that I believe God would have us to be reminded of. The first thing is that this particular scripture is talking about judgment when he says that he's settling accounts. Um, I want you to think about the fact that each and every one of us are going to have to give an account. And so if you're listening to this, I don't know what your life looks like. I don't know um, where your your frailties are. I don't know what your proclivities are. I don't know what your vices are, what your sins are. But what I do know is that each one of us are going to have to give an account. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter how how little money you have. Um, it doesn't matter if you have 10 kids or if you have no kids. Don't matter if you're married or if you're single. Doesn't matter if you've been in church all your life or never, ever been before. Each and every one of us are going to have to give an account to God. And when we stand before God, God will have us to give an account as to how we lived our lives. God is going to have us give an account as to who we told about Jesus and who we should have told about Jesus, but we didn't, um, how we dealt with our impatience. God is going to have us give an account over every word that we spoke. And so if you're listening to this, I pray that that very thing is sobering for you. I pray that when you hear that, I pray that it makes you think about your areas um, that you struggle with and that you wrestle with daily. I pray that that thing alone, being reminded of the fact that you are going to have to stand before your heavenly father and give an account. I pray that that thing alone causes you to desire to forgive. And so on today, I really want to make an appeal to all of you guys who have been listening to these episodes. You guys, I pray and I pray and I pray that God gives you a heart that forgives. I pray that as you listen to these messages, that the Holy Spirit pricks your heart. And I pray that God begins to show you people who you think you've forgiven that you have not forgiven. Um, I was talking to somebody fairly recently and they were talking about how all of these small things happen and they didn't think that it was anything big. There's a scripture that says it's the small foxes that ruin the vine. Sometimes it's the small things that people say, the small offenses that we don't think much of that eventually add up. And before we know it, um, there's something in our heart against a particular person. And so I pray that as you're listening, that God is revealing to you um, the person who you need to who you need to forgive. I pray that he shows you their face. I pray that even while you're listening to this episode, that that person sends you a text or you run across their page on social media, whatever it takes for you to get to a place where you say God is revealing to me that I haven't forgiven this person. Whoever it might be, God is revealing that I haven't forgiven my husband. I haven't forgiven my mom. I haven't forgiven my sibling. I haven't forgiven my ex friend, whoever it might be. Someday you are going to have to give an account as to how you handled your relationship with them, how you handled the offense, how they, how they betrayed you, how they hurt you, how they lied on you. You're going to have to give an account of how you handled it. You will not be called into God's office and asked about what they did to you. God is only going to require you to give an account of what you did. And so as we look at this scripture, we see that God is talking about, um, well, let me say this. Whenever you're looking at scripture and you're seeing these, these different stories, um, it's very helpful for you to look at it from the lenses of 
Where do I see God in this story? Um, what nature of God is he trying to communicate in this story? Where am I in this story? And so in the story that we are looking at, the king is God. The ones who he is bringing accounts current with the servants, the servants are us. Um, when we look at, you know, um, a debt being owed, that's talking about sin. <laughs> and so in this particular scripture, listen to this, you guys, it says that, this man owed the king millions of dollars. He owed the king millions of dollars. And when he left the king, after receiving the king's mercy, he went to a man who owed him thousands. What God is saying to you on today is you won't forgive them for the thing that they did. You know how often I have had to forgive you. You know how often I'm going to have to forgive you even on today. You guys, when you look at your life, I want you to think about how often you sin. I want you to think about how often you think thoughts that are not pleasing to the Lord. I want you to think for those of y'all who think it's cute to be like, I love Jesus and I cuss a little bit. Um, whatever it might be, whatever your sin of choice might be, whether it's cursing, whatever it might be. Just think about how many times you have to go before the Lord asking him for forgiveness and God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. That's what the scripture teaches us and to cleanse us from our unrighteousness. Yet when we have an offense, yes, when our yet when our brother or sister harms us or wrongs us or betrays us in some way, we want to hold it over their head. We want to make them pay the full price. It cannot be mercy for you and justice for everyone else. If you are the type of person who wants mercy from God, but you want God to deal with everyone else harshly, you want God to um, handle them without mercy, I suggest to you that you have a hard heart. I'm not saying that you're evil. I'm not saying that you aren't saved. But what I'm suggesting to you is that parts of your heart are hard. And even that right there is something for you to begin to pray over saying, Lord, why is it that I'm OK for receiving forgiveness from you for all of these things that I have done throughout my life? Yet when somebody does something that offends me, I have the toughest time forgiving them and I want you to rake them over the coals. I want to see them do bad. I want to see how you whip them and all of those things. Ask God to help you deal with the part of you, that place in your heart that causes you to feel that way. Ask God to help you to forgive the way that he forgives. The other thing that I was going to share with you guys is that God's expect expectation of us is not for us to be perfect, but God's expectation for us is for us to try to model how he loves, how he forgives. And so in this particular story, he's saying, I forgave you of all of that, yet you went out and you did that to your brother or your sister. Um, and so what God is saying to us is that I would have expected that when I forgave you, that when I showed you what it felt like to be forgiven, that you would want, that you would desire to give that same thing to someone else. But I see that you do not. And when you do not, we know based on this story that it is wickedness because it says, um, then the king called the man he had forgiven and said, you evil servant. God says that that is evil. When you're willing to forgive 
the forgiveness of God, yet you're unwilling to forgive the one who has harmed you. God says that that's evil. I know that that might be hard to receive. I know that that might not sit right with your spirit, but God is saying that that is evil, that you would receive my goodness, that you would receive my grace, that you would receive my kindness, that you would receive my mercy and that you would walk out to your brother or your sister and that you will you would deal with them with such a hard heart that you would deal with them as if what they have done is unforgivable. And even right now, I want to pause and kind of park on that curve because I wrote this note because I wanted to make sure that I stress this on today. Um, this is the quote that came to my mind. Everything is forgivable. And I know that's hard for you guys to hear. Those of you guys who have been molested, those of you guys who have had egregious offenses done against you, I understand but everything is forgivable. Everything is forgivable. If God is able to forgive us of all things, we ought to be able to forgive all things. All right. So to finish the quote, everything is forgivable, but not all relationships are reconcilable. I've said this before time and time again, please know the difference between forgiveness and reconciliation. There are times where God is going to say, I want you to forgive your mom and I want you guys to continue on in relationship. I want you to be reconciled to her. But then there are other times where God is going to say, I want you to forgive them. But after you forgive them, I want you to say, may the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent one from the other. Meaning I want you to be blessed and I don't want anything bad for you, but I want you to be blessed way over there. I want you to be blessed on your path. I want you to be blessed in your lane. Listen, we can both be blessed, but we're not going to be riding in the same vehicle with those blessings. And so there are instances where God says, it's time for this relationship to come to an end, but I don't want you walking around with any bitterness, any anger, any resentment, any unforgiveness. I want you to walk away and I want you to be scot free. I want you to walk away with your peace intact. And I don't know who that word for you, who that word is for on today, but somebody who is listening to this, God is saying that the relationship is over, um, but I want you to walk away with your peace intact. And the way that you walk away having peace is by forgiving, is by forgiving, it's by forgiving. Okay. And so the other thing that I want to share with you guys, I share with you guys that one of the things that I see is that one day we are all going to have to give an account that this scripture is about judgment. The second thing that I said is that God's expectation of us is for us to model him. His expectation of us is that we model to each other, the love that he shows towards us, the forgiveness and the mercy and the kindness that he shows towards us. He wants us to model that. God knows we're not going to be perfect. And for those of you guys who, who fall, who are struggling, who are tussling with the idea of forgiveness, God knows where you are. And I bless him because we truly serve a God who meets us wherever we are. And so go to God and continue praying on that thing. Lord, help me to forgive. God, soften my heart. I promise you, God will not deny you. Scripture says, seek and ye shall find. And when I tell you that that is true, I am a witness. I testify that if you seek God, you will truly find him. That if you pray and ask for God to help your heart to not be bitter and to forgive, I assure you, he will do it for you. The third thing that I wanted to um, make sure 
that I addressed as we read this text is the fact that God is angered by our unforgiveness. Um, I think about this being a mother. I think about how difficult it is when our children are at odds and our children are, children aren't speaking, our children are mistreating one another. If you guys grew up like me, you probably had a mother, especially if you had siblings, you probably had a mother who told you, don't do that. That's your brother. Don't say that. That is your sister. Um, I just remember my mom saying that a lot. That's your sister. As if for her, there were certain boundaries that should not be crossed because of the relationship that we have with one another. And I believe that that is exactly how God looks at our relationship with one another as brothers or sisters um, in Christ. That God is looking at us saying, that's your brother. Don't do that. That's your sister. Don't speak ill of her. Um, God is wanting for us to love one another. Scripture says that the way that we will be known as children of God is by how we love one another. Okay. And so what I want to do is I want to read with you guys, um, a few different scriptures that more so hones in on why we should forgive. And so if this text doesn't say it enough, I'm going to read another one. Um, I want you to go to the book of Matthew, or if you already have your Bible out, you will be in Matthew. Skip back and go to Matthew chapter 6, verse 15. And this is Jesus talking just like the last scripture. Here's what Jesus says. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your father will not forgive your sins. Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> if there was but one reason alone that I would find it in my heart to forgive, that I would keep seeking God and asking God to help me forgive, is this one right here. Because as much as we try our best to do right by people, do right by God and to love people and all of those things, we still miss the mark. We still sin. We still have thoughts that are impure. We still in some way um, fall short of the glory of God. And so for that reason, Lord, I'm going to forgive because I need my sins to be forgiven. Lord, I need my sins to be forgiven. God, I'm not trying to stand before you <laughs> with an impure heart. God, I need you to help me to forgive. And so again, if that doesn't say it plainly, I don't know what, what does. I'm going to read that scripture one more time. Matthew 6, 15. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your father will not forgive your sins. Okay, moving on. So I want you to skip we, Matthew, Mark. Let's skip over to the book of Mark. Mark chapter 11, verses 25 and 26 says this. I'm reading from the NIV version. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your father in heaven may forgive your sins. What God is saying is when you come to me and you decide that you want to pray and you got some things that you want to ask for, I, I, I really feel like you shouldn't even bother with it if you got an unforgiving heart. <laughs> so whatever you have against someone I want you to address that. I want you to deal with that because if you're coming to me, God wants us to come before him in prayer um, with our hearts being pure before him. All right. So I'm going to read another scripture. And this is what it's Isaiah chapter 59, 
verses one and two. This is what it says. Surely the arm of the Lord is not too short to save, nor his ear too dull to hear. But your iniquities have separated you from God. Your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. My God, I love this scripture. You guys, what this scripture is teaching us is that when we have sin, our sin creates separation between us and God. So it doesn't matter how often we're going to God and pretending to be holy and all of those good things. God knows where there is sin. And so we just read in the scripture before that if you don't forgive others, God is not forgiving you of your sin. And so one of the reasons or another reason that we should forgive is because when we do not forgive, it is sin and it separates us from God. It's, it keeps us from having an intimate and close relationship with God. It keeps us from walking closely with him. Um, and then it says that God will hide his face from you. My God, when I tell you guys, I don't want the Lord to hide his face from me. This scripture says that God will hide his face from you and that he will not hear. Let me tell you guys something. One of my most dominant gifts is that I am an intercessor. I truly believe that I have the gift of faith. Um, if you have something tough that you're going through and you want somebody to believe God for you, if you want somebody to uh, go to the throne, <laughs> bombard the throne in, in prayer with faith, I am that person. And so one of the things about being a natural born intercessor, I mean, there's a burden on you to pray for other people. A young lady mentioned someone to me, somebody's situation a good week ago. And when I tell you I've been calling that young lady's name out in prayer and I don't even know her, but I know that there's a burden on my heart for me to pray for her. And so for me, um, as an intercessor, it really keeps me accountable in the forgiveness department, because when I go to God, I know that when I go to God and when I'm praying that I'm not just doing this for myself. I think about all of the people who rely on me for prayer, all of the people who I intercede for. And I say to God, Lord, please help me to have a forgiving heart. Lord, help me to forgive. If there's anything in my heart that's impure, God, I ask that you would remove it because, Lord, when I come before you on behalf of your people, I want to stand before you with a pure heart. I don't want you to hide your face from me. God, I want you to incline your ear to me. I say all the time, and I don't say this to be braggadocious, but I say this because I just want to brag on God. I say it often that I know that God hears my prayers, that when I pray things, I see God begin to shift the atmosphere. When I begin praying for people in their situations, I mean, I just see God moving and I cannot afford for that to stop because I have unforgiveness towards someone. It is simply not worth it. I want to see God heal. I want to see God deliver. I want to see God set free. I want to see God work miracles. And I am not going to hinder God from moving in those ways because I have unforgiveness towards someone. It is simply not worth it. I'm just going to say that again. Okay. 
That is actually the last scripture that I want to read. But I hope that if you listen to this um, podcast episode on today, I hope that God pricked your heart. I hope that you are reminded of the importance of forgiving. And even though I said this was going to be a short episode, you guys know I'm a preacher. (laughs) I got to get my life together and get this timing together. But I do want to pray for you before this episode ends. Father God, we glorify you because you are holy. God, we glorify you because you are righteous. Father, you are the one and only true God. There is none like you. My Lord in heaven, you are great and greatly to be praised. Hallelujah, Lord, do I lift you up. Father God, on today, I come before you, God, Lord, just praying, God, for all of the listeners of this episode. God, I pray for each and every one of us, oh God. God, I pray that you would soften our heart. God, show us where our hearts are hard towards people. God, we pray that you would soften our hearts, God, that we might be... um, that we might lean toward forgiveness, even when it's uncomfortable, even when it is difficult. God, help us to love one another the way that you love us. God, help us, oh God, to um, honor you in the way that we treat one another. God, help us, Lord, to imitate you in the way that you love, the way that you show mercy, the way that you show grace, oh God. Help us to imitate you, Father. Father God, I don't know their situations. I don't know what it is that they're in need of, God. But what I do know is that you are a God who meets us at the point of every need that we have. And so, God, right now, I ask that you would meet their needs in the name of Jesus. God, I pray that you would bless marriages in the name of Jesus, oh God. God, I pray over their children. God, I pray over all that concerns them, Lord. God, I pray that you would keep watch over it all. Lord, give your angels charge over them. God, give your angels charge over our marriage, charge over our children, charge over our jobs. Oh God, charge over our finances, charge over our health. God, God, we just pray that we would have the opportunity, God, to see your goodness. Oh God, Father, God, help us to honor you and to glorify you. God, each day, God, order our steps in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. I love you guys. I'm out. Peace out. If you're listening to this message, that means that you've finished this entire episode. And for that, I want to say thank you. If this message blessed you in any way, please consider supporting us by sharing the podcast, by subscribing to this podcast, and also by leaving us a review. We would greatly appreciate it if you could do those things. Again, thank you for tuning in. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Peace out.